Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As always, a stacked, loaded news weekend, folks. I've got some really terrific information for you. I have a source, as you well know, a very good one on uh with connections, let's say, to the National Security Council where the fake whistleblower, whistleblower complaint originated. I'm going to walk you through some connections here that I promise are going to open your eyes and make you look at this fake whistleblower complaint entirely differently. Don't go anywhere. A loaded Monday show for you. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you on this fine Monday? A happy Monday morning to you and a happy Monday morning to the audience and it's a great day, yes. brother. Yeah. Good to see you all. As always, I hope you saw me on Fox and Friends this morning where I unleashed on Adam Schiff and the uh, <laughs> Montgomery County, Maryland executive who doesn't want the Blue Lives oh, Matter flag in the yeah. police stations. Yeah, yeah, I know you're familiar with that story. Oh, so yeah, that up? was good. Man. I'll put that in the show notes today too if you all want to check that out. The video from my Fox and Friends appearance this morning, which has gone nuclear, of course. <laughs> uh, so that was great. All right, folks, today's show brought to you by buddies at Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile, yeah. folks, listen. Uh, most of you have mobile phones. I would assume probably all of you. Why are you paying money to mobile phone providers, many of them who don't support us at all? Matter of fact, it's not only that they don't support us and our cause and liberty and freedom, they actively work against us by donating to causes that, I mean, against liberty, against freedom, against the things we very, uh, you know, we believe in. Why are we doing that? I want to tell you about one of our newest sponsors, Patriot Mobile. And why I want you to support them. Right now, we aren't just fighting the left and the media. We're fighting the deep state, countless activists, feckless rhinos, and even big corporations like Verizon who donate millions to candidates and causes on the left. Feckless. Patriot Mobile's different. Uh, feckless. Love it. They donate a portion of your monthly bill to conservative organizations. What an idea. What a great idea. Fighting for values you believe in. They help President Trump move our agenda forward. They use the same towers everyone else. So you get the same great service. No worries there at all. Keep your number, keep your phone, or buy a new one. Plans start as low as $25 per month. Come on, you're not going to beat that. Right now, get free activation when you go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan. Do it today. Not everybody's cut out to run for office, be on the radio, become an activist, but we need to stick together here. One way is to support companies willing to help fight this madness. Make the switch. Get free activation today. PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Dan. All right, producer Joe, let's go. Here we go, baby. Nice. Missed that bell. So, folks, we know about the fake whistleblower, whistleblower complaint. Right, I've been right, describing right. for weeks who the whistleblower we believe it is, what their motivations are, how conveniently, and I use that term loosely, uh, the whistleblower appears to have connections to people involved in the 2016-2015 scandal to feed information from foreign governments into the media in the United States to impact and destroy the Trump campaign and later the Trump presidency. The connections between the whistleblower and key people dealing with the Ukrainian government who are trying to hurt Trump are becoming obvious and uh, candidly are, are painful to look at because the media, of course, is doing none of their homework on this at all. Now, a little background for you. 
So Friday, I believe it was Friday, one of my contacts who had deep ties to the National Security Council, I'm not sure he's comfortable with me putting his name out there. He didn't say not to, but I'm not going to uh, unless he says otherwise later. But I kind of tweeted a hint about it. So if you want to check out my Twitter feed, you could probably put two and two together. But with deep ties to the National Security Council, put together quite a timeline on this whole whistleblower thing that I'm going to put together for you using sources. And I think this is going to explain to you why what's happening right now is happening. Why phase three of the coup of president against President Trump is going on. All right. Let's start with step one. So, Joe, there's an excellent congressman by the name of John Ratcliffe, who I think is terrific. He has been all over the Spygate case. He is a Republican representative, a former prosecutor. This guy knows his stuff. He has been all over Spygate from day one. Uh, he okay. is he's he's on par with Devin Nunes and other great congressmen who have really done a lot of homework. Mark Meadows, uh, Jim Jordan and others trying to get to the bottom of why the president was spied on during his campaign. What does John Ratcliffe have anything to do with whistleblower gate, fake whistleblower gate? Oh, I'm going to get to it. John Ratcliffe was nominated by President Trump. Some of you remember this. Some of you may not on August 2nd, which is a great day in this house. Right, Paula? Paula's birthday, of course. It's like a national holiday, or it should be. <laughs> August 2nd, something happens with John Ratcliffe. Excellent congressman, again, who's wired in to the whole Spygate scandal. He's nominated by President Trump to be the next director of national intelligence. Oh, the swamp, Joe, is quaking when they hear oh, this. Yeah, I remember. Because we can't have a, right? Yeah, no non-establishment yeah. guy. Remember yeah. this. We need an establishment swamp rat yeah. in there in that position. Yeah, we we can't have him. a guy like Ratcliffe, who, right, who understands Spygate, because then, God forbid, he gets to the bottom yeah. of it and the public understands the deep level of malfeasance yeah. involved with the spying operation. So check out this article at the Hill. You'll see that on uh, he withdraws. Trump withdraws right. Ratcliffe right. as intelligence pick. This was ahead on August 2nd. Now, he withdraws because, as my source is telling me, not just the Democrat police state tyrants involved in the Spygate scandal are terrified. Just pick up what I'm putting down here. Ratcliffe knows Spygate soup to nuts. He was going to run our intelligence infrastructure and the swamp was panicked because he was going to out them all. So the rhino Republicans, you know, Richard Burr, uh, fake Republican from North Carolina and others who were involved in Spygate, mm -hmm. along with their Democrat police state tyrants who initiated the spying operation on the Trump team, got really, really worried. And in August, they finally pressure President Trump enough to withdraw Ratcliffe saying, you may say, well, I'm blaming Trump for withdrawing. Folks, he had to be approved by the Senate. Right. It wasn't going to happen because the rhinos were working with the Democrats. Again, I'm not trying to give anybody a pass. We don't worship Golden Castle on the show. I'm just telling you, like, before you jump down President Trump's throat for withdrawing Ratcliffe, understand it wasn't his call. He, they had to be nominated, uh, nominated and approved by the consent of the Senate. And the rhino Republicans didn't want Ratcliffe anywhere near Spygate or anything else. Okay, where are we going with this? What does this have to do with the whistleblower? <laughs> this is going to get good. Let's look at article number two from Politico, which you've seen me cover repeatedly. Me, Sean Hannity, and others have been all over this story. This was an article by Ken Vogel in Politico, by no means a conservative. I mean, wouldn't he, I wouldn't even call him a moderate reporter. I think this guy's left-leaning at best. 
This was an article he wrote back in January of 2017 about Ukrainian efforts. Remember, Ukraine's at the heart of the whistleblower's whole mm -hmm. allegation that there's an illicit deal between President Trump and the Ukrainians, right? Right, right. This article was causing them a lot of problems. When I say them, I mean the Democrats and the Rhino Republicans. Ukrainian efforts to sabotage Trump backfire. Kiev officials are scrambling to make amends with the president-elect after quietly working to boost Clinton. Okay, I've covered this a thousand times. There's no need to beat an already dead and decaying horse here. But folks, it is not a secret, nor is it in dispute, that the Ukrainian government and key officials in the Ukrainian government worked with Democrat Party allies to try and destroy the Trump candidacy and the Trump presidency later. Right. It's not in dispute. Left-leaning outlets like Bolshevik Politico have already covered it. So we have Ratcliffe, who understands all this, the Republicans panic as he's nominated to be the head of intelligence. Ooh. Republicans demand he withdraw. We know in the background there's this undercurrent of a story about Ukrainian collusion to destroy the Trump campaign. We know Ratcliffe knows about that, too. Okay. Let's keep going here and put this story together. <laughs> okay. So now we see is, uh, what is it, Kerry Pickett from the Washington Examiner, who's done some great work. I really like Kerry's work a lot. She reported in the Washington Examiner on October 11th, a story that'll be in this. These will be in the show notes today, Bongino.com. Please subscribe to my newsletter at the website. I'll send you all these articles so you have the information and you can fact check your liberal friends who know nothing. Right around the time, Joe, mm -hmm. that all of this is happening, the Ukraine scandal with the Democrats is blowing up from Politico. Ratcliffe, who knows this, is, is under pressure to resign, uh, to, to pull his nomination as the DNI. Right. We find out right in this time block here, Adam Schiff hires... Adam Schiff, sleazy Democrat, hires two aides who used to work with the whistleblower at the White House on the National Security Council, where my source is intimately familiar with the inner workings of. So we have Abigail Grace and Sean Misko, who used to work for the White House, the Republican White House. On the National Security Council, Joe. Right, right. And their alleged purpose, because it wasn't their real purpose, we know that, is supposed to be to do what, Joe? Provide the President of the United States with a consistent stream of national security-oriented advice, data, and intelligence so the President can make sound and sensible national security decisions. Right. Is any of this complicated for the liberals? Everything is is the national security, oh, Joe, again, neither you nor I were intelligence officials. Oh, That's no. pretty clear, right? No, um, never. We're not trying to pretend we're not. But you and I are pretty astute observers of what goes on out there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the mission of the National Security Council within the White House, the, the executive branch of government, is it A, to provide the president with national security advice, or B, to spy on the president for domestic intel agencies and political opponents and to impeach him based on false charges? Hold on, let me think about this. Well, for Do we have the Jeopardy sounder? Do -do 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 -do. I'm going to say, what is A, Alex? Thank you, Joe. The purpose is not to spy on the president. So why the hell are two staffers who worked at the NSC for Trump, Abigail Grace and Sean Misko, by the way, friends of the alleged whistleblower and outed by Real Clear Investigations as Eric Charamarella, <laughs> why are they going to work for Adam Schiff, sleazeball Democrat, fake, fake Russian collusion hoaxer? Why did they go to do that? Right around the same time, the Rhino Republicans panic. They want Ratcliffe out as DNI. 
And right around the same time, this Ukrainian story is starting to gain some steam about the Democrats' collusion with Ukraine. Yeah, it ain't good, no. Well, yeah. here's what's going on, folks. All right. I think you're starting to put the pieces together because it's not complicated. It's becoming obvious at this point that our buddy, swamp uh, exterminator Johnny Radcliffe, <laughs> was about to blow the doors off of all of this. Spygate, Ukrainian collusion in the election, the Politico story, the Democrats' foreign collusion with foreign intelligence friendlies and questionable friendlies to impact Donald Trump. They panic. Yeah. They work with their rhino Republican buddies who were involved in Spygate, some of them, and and or and winked and nodded while Trump was spied on. Mm -hmm. And they say, we got to push this guy out because he's going to get to the bottom of it. Now, conveniently, when do these two staffers leave the National Security Council to Joe? Uh, you know, we need a, you know, we have the, the new Nash translator. Yeah. We're going to need a buzzer, Joe, if you could create a sounder. Initiate liberal narrative now. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> okay. These two steps. Yeah, it would be great. I would okay. love a sounder like it, that, man. right? Initiate <laughs> liberal narrative, folks. And you know the media, they're going to suck this right up, right? Hell yeah. When do these two staffers leave? Oh, in August, right after Ratcliffe is pushed out. Wow, isn't it? You know why, right? They're waiting. They're waiting to see what happens. Ratcliffe is out. Right. Because if Ratcliffe is in there as the DNI, Joe, the director of national intelligence, right? Uh -huh. Do you think a fake whistleblower complaint submitted to the IG works for the DNI? Uh. Do you think that that whistleblower complaint would have been allowed to proceed given that it was false? The information. I don't think oh, so. Oh, no. Hmm. I don't think so either, All right. Mr. Joe. All right, brother. So they wait for Rack. Paul, are you picking this up too? Sorry, I'm not bypassing Rack. audience on Buzzman Joe. Are you getting what I'm you get? They wait for Ratcliffe to get pushed out. Yeah. All of a sudden, initiate narrative. Two former staffers at the NSC who now work for Adam Schiff. It's becoming pretty obvious at this point that there's some communication between Schiff's office and the NSC whistleblower. They initiate the narrative, and the narrative is what? Right around August after Ratcliffe is out. Oh, there's this secret transcript of this call. And President Trump made a deal with the Ukrainians over Hunter Biden. Of course, all of it false. Right. The whistleblower complaint is totally false. As I said on Fox and Friends this morning, there is no whistleblower because there was no whistle to blow because everything the whistleblower said didn't actually happen. I always forget to mute my computer. None of it happened. You can't blow the whistle on a crime that didn't. As I said, it's not that Trump didn't rob the bank. I keep using this example. It's that no bank was robbed. <laughs> There's no deal, no quid pro yep. quo. Nothing the whistleblower said is true in the complaint. But Joe, none of that matters because the media, these sycophantic bootlicking losers who couldn't do journalism, couldn't journalism their way out of a wet paper bag. Of course they were going to pick up and run with this fake story. Initiate narrative now. They go and run with it. There's a deal out there. Trump made a deal. He sold the country out. But they wait for Ratcliffe to get pushed out. Now, the final piece of this puzzle, I got a stack show for you today, including, by the way, for you, you, for the, for, uh, you UFC folks out there and MMA guys. Oh, yeah. Some really 
Really awesome video of Dana White coming up. So don't go in. The head of the UFC, who used to be the head. And I don't know what role he is now, president, but he's the best. And he really, don't go anywhere. But tying this together, they wait for Ratcliffe. They initiate the narrative. They work with Schiff's team. Schiff's team's hires people who used to work at the NSC. The NSC has connections to Adam Schiff's team now. They're supposed to be working for Trump. Who do they submit the complaint to? Oh, to the inspector general. Let's check out this red state piece. This is a really good one. Who is the inspector general? Here's a piece by Elizabeth Vaughn. Resume of inspector general behind the whistleblower tells us all we need to know. Who's the whistleblower again? Oh, Atkinson. Yeah, Atkinson. Who's Atkinson? Why does that name ring a bell? Convenient how the whistleblower waits for Radcliffe to get out, to move aside. Submits the complaint, works with Schiff's team where their former comrades are over there, and they submit it to the IG, who used to be, Joe, the senior counsel to John Carlin at the DOJ. Now, no, no. Some of you listening are already kind of putting two and two together. Some of you may not be familiar with that name. One of the central edicts and the credo we built the show on is remember the names. (laughs) Keep the name John Carlin in your... He is a key Spygate player. Follow me. Right, right. They initiate the false narrative. They know now the false narrative will move because Ratcliffe won't be there to shut it down. It's fake, and they know the media are suckers and liars, so they'll run with it, of course. They submit it to Atkinson, the the inspector general, who runs with it, of course, and Atkinson used to be the senior counsel to John Carlin, who was John Carlin. I told you they're trying to cover up everything. They did. John Carlin was the head of the National Security Division in Barack Obama's Department of Justice. John Carlin was one of the last. Oh, look at Paula with her chart. Look at this. Obama, Lisa Monaco, John Carlin, Bob Mueller, all these connections in our YouTube right here. Obama had Lisa Monaco working for him. Monaco was uh, Bob Mueller's former chief of staff. Who took uh, who took the spot after him? John, after her, John Carlin. Monaco worked the Enron case with Kathy Rumler, Obama's fixer. Right. Rumler was representing George Nader, a key Mueller witness. The Enron case was being marshaled by Andy Weissman, who worked with Bob Mueller, of course. They all knew Jeannie Ree and Aaron Zebley, who worked with Weissman, who were Clinton donor uh, or were Clinton uh, aficionados. I'm sorry, excuse me. This chart is great, by the way. But John Carlin notices at the center of the chart. John Carlin was Bob Mueller's old chief of staff, folks. He was the head of the DOJ National Security Division that was marshalling the effort in DOJ to get the warrants to spy on Trump approved. This guy, Atkinson, who approved the whistleblower complaint and ran with it, was John Carlin's uh, senior counsel. All in the family. Folks, they all know each other. (laughs) That chart was a little complicated, but it was worth your time. It's worth looking. But for the purposes of this, all you need to know is this. The whistleblower, the fake whistleblower, Uh submitted the complaint once Ratcliffe was out to an IG who is knee deep in the Spygate case, who was the senior counsel to Bob Mueller's old chief of staff, Carlin who worked at the National Security Division as the head of it of Obama's DOJ, who signed off and blessed the FISA warrant to spy on Trump. You think Atkinson's got something to hide? You may say, why doesn't Trump fire Atkinson? Candidly, folks, I don't know. I have no idea. 
But Atkinson had to know this was a fake complaint. This was phase three of the coup. Phase one was Russian, fake Russian collusion. Phase two was the Mueller witch hunt to try to impeach him. Phase three is now fake whistleblower gate, ironically being run by the exact same people who set up collusion gate and spy gate. Atkinson, Carlin's guy, Carlin was Mueller's chief of staff. You understand how all these people know each other? Folks, the same scammers, Schiff, Burr, all the people involved in the spying operation on the president are running. We're running the Mueller probe as well. We're involved heavily in the Mueller probe, pushing fake. They were the media representatives for the Mueller probe, essentially advancing fake narratives to keep the political capital in Mueller's corner. That collusion exists. I have evidence, even though it wasn't true. Then phase three, Ukraine gate is the exact same players. Mm -hmm. The whistleblower was involved with the Obama administration who passes his complaint to an inspector general that was the counsel for the guy who approved the FISA warrant to spy on Trump in phase one. No, fact check all of this. Please, I'm begging you. Some entrepreneurial media type. There are some people on the left, few, very few, but a couple. There's T.A. Franks at Vanity Fair who's done an okay job. I've spoken, be all candor, I've spoken to him in the past. Nice guy personally, but he said, listen, I'm not going to, the guy's not a conservative media guy. But he's done some work exposing Matt Taibbi at Rolling Stone, who seemed very skeptical, believe it or not, at Spygate. These connections are all there. Does it does this not strike you as odd that folks and this matter? You may say to yourself, connections don't imply guilt. Fair enough. All right. Yeah, you're correct. OK, that is absolutely correct. You, that's a very fair criticism. Mm -hmm. But folks, the connections between all these players who clearly have skin in the game if Spygate turns out to be what we say it is, the biggest scandal in American history, based on the evidence, the players investigating phase three of the coup, another fake scandal, clearly have skin in the game if Spygate's exposed and have a reason to get the president out of office. Motives matter. Motives matter. Prosecutors are always looking for motive. All of these people, folks, know each other. Tell me again out of the deep state and the swamp, that's not real. Oh, my gosh. Again, I'm just waiting for some entrepreneurial media type to finally open their eyes and say, okay, guys, this may not be proof at a criminal level, at the level of evidence we need for a criminal conviction, but this is at least very suspicious that the same names keep turning up repeatedly in the same effort to propagate fake hoaxes against the Trump team. And all of them have a motive to make Trump leave. So their role in the prior coup attempt mm -hmm. isn't exposed. Mm -hmm. Joe, fair enough. Yeah. 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 Good, I mean, good I think deal. we're being honest here. Yeah. My gosh. All right, folks, I got a lot more to get to, including the Dana White stuff. Got some other video, but hopefully I get the Stelter and Elizabeth Warren. Just lying her butt off completely. No. Folks, we got a new sponsor today. Happy to have them on board. You may, I don't, I don't know if you can see that here, but Raycon. Raycon. Yeah, what are these? Like, what is it? Looks like a uh, pillbox. No, it's not a pillbox. These are Bluetooth headphones. Folks, ah. I love these. Now, here they are right here. Here's my set right here. These are great. 
These are Bluetooth headphones. You see them? You just, they fit in my ear, which is really unusual because I have really, uh, from all the grappling, I have a little bit of cauliflower ear. And uh, so it's tough. These fit right in. They stay and they came in handy on a trip I was on. My wife forgot her headphones. So I gave her mine. I used to have the wireless ones. I said, you know what? Let me try these new Raycon headphones. The sound is amazing. They fit right in your ear. They are super cost effective. And the quality is off the charts. They come in this really cool case right here. The magnet, they drop right in. You charge them up. You get hours of use out of them. They're really terrific. Listen, look around you. It's a wireless world. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. Before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a substandard pair, you need to check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. I love them. They sound terrific. You already know Raycon earbuds start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. You're getting ripped off of these other ones. You are. And they sound just as amazing as other top audio brands. You know, the sound is amazing. And Raycon's latest model, the E25, is their best one yet. With six hours of playtime, I... I I, I've yet to charge mine. I've been using them forever. Seamless Bluetooth pairing. It couldn't be easier. More bass and a more compact design gives you a nice noise isolating fit. Raycon's wireless earbuds are comfortable. They're perfect for on-the-go listening for taking phone calls, which works great for me. I love them. Unlike some of the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet. No dangling wires, no stems. Folks, it was founded by Ray J. Other celebrities love these too. They're really terrific. Pick up a pair and see what the hype is all about. Best wireless earbuds for the money, hands down. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Bongino. That's buyraycon.com slash Bongino for 15% off an already great price. Buyraycon.com slash Bongino. Buyraycon.com slash Bongino. B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Bongino. It's a great earbud. You're going to absolutely love them. All right, folks, getting back to the show. So just to kind of show you how this is blowing up and completely melting down, this whole fake whistleblower gate, phase three of the of the cope of the cope, the phase three of the coup. <laughs> it's not the cope. They're not corpsmen like Obama said. Phase three of the coup. <laughs> Russian collusion hoax, the Mueller hoax, whistleblower hoax, right? This is blowing up in their faces. Do not listen to the swamp mainstream media narrative. The public's turning on Trump. They want him out. That's nonsense. When you ask people the question about impeachment, you may get 40, 45% of people say they want him removed for office. Conveniently, Joe, those are the same people who hated Trump from the start. Yeah. Most of them couldn't even tell you what impeachment is anyway. <laughs> I'm not worried. When, I, when it's time to worry, I'll tell you. I am not worried at all. I'm being 100% open and honest. With you. I'm not worried at all about the impeachment polls. I'm worried about what the Democrats are doing. I'm not worried about the polls. I don't think you should either. Showing you, because you can always gauge the level of concern we should have, Joe, by the level of concern by the liberal activist media who right. are the bootlicking sycophants to the Democrat Party. When they're worried about something, your, ant your antenna should go up too <laughs> that there's something going wrong in their latest hoax. Now, Joe gets to cheat. He gets to see the video beforehand. But here's our friend, Lion Chuck Todd, uh, one of the dumbest guys in media, uh, just the dope, a, a constant 100% liberal activist, seven days a week and twice on Sunday. Here's Chuck Todd at uh, NBC, the collusion hoax network. Here's him and they try, this is funny. This video is great. They try to do man on the street interviews about impeachment. This is NBC. Clearly the answer they're looking for, Joe. Right. At the uh, you know the NBC collusion network yeah, is we want Trump and Peach. He's the worst. So they go out, they grab a mic, and they interview. Is it three or four people? Something like that. 
I want you to listen to the answers they get and see the like the panic on Chuck Todd's face. Check this out. We went out and tried to find some voters, guys, to talk about impeachment. We had to bring it up to them. Here's what they told us. And I think it's a waste of time. There are a bunch of little kids fighting and not accomplishing what the hell they're elected for. I think uh, we have a system to checks and balances. And the way it should work is that, uh, you know, the House and the Senate should do what is set out in the Constitution. I read the document and it's there was absolutely nothing um, concerning to me from one president to another. It was absolutely appropriate. Helene, these were in the early states. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> they go, Chuck, what oh, is didn't he? Yeah. I hope he was wearing his adult diapers. Chucky, you see the panelists too? Yeah. The panelists is <laughs> like, oh yeah. Yeah, they are these are. folks, those are the early voting yeah. states. One of them's a swing state. One of the the uh, the original guy they talked to was from Minnesota. Folks, you don't think NBC was dying to get three or four people on tape going, This is it. I'm done with this guy. Impeach this fool. NBC couldn't even find anybody. Folks, they are losing. Remember what I told you? They're lo- we're losing the initiative from Black Hawk Down. Yeah. The Democrats ho- initiate Democrat narrative media for the media now. Their narrative is falling apart. Trump released the transcript. I said this way. I was just giving a speech uh, yesterday. I was up in Daytona. Great crowd. Thanks for all the hospitality. You all were terrific up there in Volusia County, Florida. But I said as I was talking, folks, listen. The Democrats will bewilder you with both figure. You know what I'm saying? I have been doing debates on Fox for eight years. I also brought this up on Fox and Friends this morning. Eight years now. And one of the things I learned, and you should take away, if I had to do a debate school, is do not let Democrats lose you down a rabbit hole. They do it all the time. What do I mean by that? They will debate you that three plus three equals nine. Mm -hmm. And what they'll do is they'll get involved in complex. Well, Paul Krugman says econometric models in 1996 show that faulty uh, critical theory based, you know, there was some white power in three and four. And it was a racist who said that four equals five. And by the end, you're like starting to go, what the hell? Three plus three equals six. What are we even talking about? Don't go down the rabbit hole with their identity, politics, garbage, critical theory, nonsense. It's all crap. You have to learn when debating leftists to stay on point that there is a takeaway to that debate. And the takeaway to this debate is this impeachment is based on a transcript that does not say what the impeachment hoaxers are telling you it says. That is it. The verdict is in. You said he made a call and made a deal that was illicit and we need to impeach him, the president. That is not what the call says. Right. That is not nowhere in the call does it say that. That is it. You telling me Vinman told Tommy, told Tony, told Joey, told Nikki Bag of Donuts that Bobby said to Nikki that none of that matters. The complaint was about the call. Nothing you said was in the call is in the call. And folks, circling back to how I started this portion of the show, the segment here, that is why. People who are not stupid, who are voters, are like, this is dumb. This is dumb. Can we just move on? Healthcare, taxes, the economy, trade policy, global security concerns, like real stuff. They're losing the narrative because it's false. Stop getting trapped in these 
Well, Vinman said he was uncomfortable. Irrelevant. Irrelevant. Great. Colonel Vinman does not like Trump's policy. Fine. It's a free country. Resign. He's in the military. You can't scrutinize him. What? God forbid. Resign. Resign. Leave the national security. Ask to be removed from the assignment. Colonel Vindman doesn't dictate national security policy. He's a subordinate officer to the president of the United States. The Democrats not know this. It doesn't matter what he said. It's not in the call. He's not the president. Let him run for office. Oh, my gosh, it's frustrating. I'm telling you they're losing the initiative on this big time. All right, moving on. I've got a lot more to get to. Um, I kind of teased this before, but I'm a big, for those of you who listen to the show, I, you know this. I am a big mixed martial arts fan. Someone kind of was mocking me on Twitter today, and that's okay. Uh, you know, it's the Dan Bongino show, so we search Twitter for our name. It's because we micro-target. Yeah. You know, it's called marketing. Liberals don't know. That's how we developed the second biggest conservative podcast in the country. So liberals are, oh, Dan Bongino Googles himself. No, idiots. That's not what... That's not how any of this works, but I'm, I'm going to leave the complicated marketing stuff for another day. Bottom line is I read this one this morning. I found it kind of funny. Guys, yeah, I'm Dan Bongino. We talk about mixed martial arts and secret service, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's what I did. What do you want me yeah. to do? It's, like, it's called the Dan Bongino show, not the Joey Bag of Donuts right. show, you know? So I love mixed martial arts. It's my passion. It's caused a lot of damage to my body, but whatever. It's for another day. And I love watching UFC. So President Trump, many of you heard the story, went to a UFC match in New York this weekend and the media created, and of course, another initiate BS media narrative. Now, President Trump was booed at the UFC in New York. Folks, that's not what happened. There were isolated pockets of people who wanted to boo him. Fine, great. He was not booed. You look at any of the videos, there were more people cheering the president than were booing him. I'm not gaslighting you. I'm not lying to you. Watch the videos yourself. There's a couple of idiots booing for the 10 or 20 other people cheering the president. It's just meant, again, to confer a narrative upon you that the president of the United States is grossly unpopular and we should get rid of that's We should get rid of him. That's all that is. It's not a complicated narrative they're trying to put out there. Now, I want to show you why this is important. I'm not just putting this Dana White clip up, who is the head of the UFC, who invited Trump. I'm not just putting it up to, to play it for the sake of it. I'm putting it up, folks. This is very important. The culture war matters. It matters. There are people in the general public, I I, I wish it weren't true, ladies and gentlemen, but it is, who will vote in the presidential election who have zero interest in politics. You know them. Come on, tell me you don't. Sure. Everybody's got a neighbor who will vote because they feel it's their civic duty, but knows nothing about the issues at all. Nothing. They still think Trump colluded with Russia because they heard it from sleazeball shift three years ago. They don't know anything about politics because they don't want to know. Unfortunately, it's a lot of people. But they do know a lot about baseball, football, UFC, whatever. And in that culture war, they're getting information from sources. And 99% of those sources in the culture war, Joe, are Trump haters. Mm -hmm. We need more people with cojones like Dana White, the head of the UFC, who said this this weekend after the Trump fight about Donald Trump. Check this out. When we first bought this company, venues didn't want us. No venue wanted the UFC. And uh, at that time, Trump reached out and asked us to come to the Taj Mahal. 
And that's where we ended up doing our first two events under the Zufa banner. Cut us great deals, showed up at the first fight, stayed to the end. We did two events with him. Then we moved on to the uh, to the um, Meadowlands. And when we left and went to the Meadowlands, he showed up to that event too, came to the first fight, stayed all night, was always good. Everything that ever happened to me in my career, Trump was the first guy to pick up the phone and reach out to me. From getting back on pay-per-view, getting our first TV deal when we did the big Fox deal. I mean, the guy always reached out to me. That's important, folks. Dana White's got a set on him. God bless Dana White. Dana White has millions of followers on Twitter and Facebook and a lot of Americans who don't give a damn about politics who are going to hear that for the first time. Some of the same people have been told for three years that Trump's a traitor, a Putin stooge, a colluder, all lies, a mobster, a gangster, a treasonous thug, all mm -hmm. lies. And now from a guy with deep cultural impacts, ladies and gentlemen, Dana White in the UFC changed the country. Fight sports, everything. Gave an air of respectability, which it deserved, to a fight sport that, oh, they thought human cockfighting. It was never human cockfighting. Idiots say that. Maybe in the early stages when the you know, UFC one was a little rough. But this is a professional sport. I, I know a lot of these people. I, I grew up with them in the sport with it. Mm -hmm. These are good men and women who they fight for a living, just like boxers. Anyway. They don't hate each other. Shake hands after the fight. Competition. They wrestle, they box, tie boxing, jujitsu. A guy like Dana White can have a dramatic impact on people who've been told how awful a guy Trump is. Listen to what he says. Who was there for me when I needed him? Trump. Now, folks, I've shared with you. I've shared with you many times. I'll share it again. The story of Trump. My mother-in-law always tells the story to people who listen. When Donald Trump had the Trump airline out of, what was it, LaGuardia, Paula? Was she worth LaGuardia, right? How Trump used to go on the plane and hand out tips to the women and the men who were cleaning the plane. Why do I tell you that? Folks, I'm, I'm not suggesting it should impact your vote. I'm just suggesting to you that maybe you're being lied to about how awful Donald Trump is. He wasn't doing it for media coverage, thinking he was going to run for president one day. I've dealt with the president. I'm not name dropping. I'm not trying to be the hey, look at me guy. I've had a lot of personal conversations with the president. He's a good, decent guy. He's made a lot of mistakes. We all have. I'm a sinner. We all are. But what you've been told about him is BS. He's a good guy. And he's personally offended at the way he's been treated. And we need people like Dana White to correct the record. Good job, Dana. Really, I mean that. God bless you, man. That was important. All right, moving on. Our final sponsor of the day, one of uh, the Bongino household favorites, Tommy John, we love Tommy John. Folks, I was buying Tommy John underwear, true story, way, way before they became a sponsor. Why? Because they're the best underwear out there. Breathable, light fabrics, great to work out in, great to run in. You live down in Florida, it gets a little hot. Breathability matters. And Joe, they have a, they have a guarantee. This is the most important guarantee, I think, anywhere in business. This is better than like Apple guarantees. They have the no wedgie guarantee. Folks, you need to know when he guarantee Tommy John will produce it. Listen, when it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear and then there's Tommy John. They're on a different level. This revolutionary clothing brand redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. I've been, I've been wearing them forever. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. Huh? They give three Fs. Fabric, fit, and function. Tommy John obsesses over every detail and stitch by using proprietary, breathable, lightweight fabrics that perform like nothing else you've ever worn before. 
As a result, Tommy John's men and women, right? Paula, they're under, you love them, right? They just sent some nice stuff over to Paula. Support the no wedgie guarantee. Comfortable, stay put waistbands and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture wicking, breathable, and they move with you, not against you. You're not constantly, that's the worst. That means there's no bunching and no riding up. Tommy John's so confident in their underwear. If you don't like your first pair, get a full refund with their best pair you will ever wear, or it's free guaranteed. If you're not wearing Tommy John, you're making a huge mistake. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them in over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stations, uh, stores nationwide. No adjustment needed with Tommy John. Give your three Fs today about your underwear. Fabric, fit, and function. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Four, get a load of this. 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Dan. TommyJohn.com slash Dan for astounding 20% off your first order. I guarantee you're going to love these underwear. They're the best in the business. TommyJohn.com slash Dan. Check them out today. Don't wait. All right. So, folks, there is a stunning amount of misinformation going on in this 2020 electoral campaign on the Democrat side. Now I'm going to hit some of it today in the remaining portion of the show. Some of the more egregious, right? Uh, Horrible examples of Democrats just lying to you. I mean, at least Trump tells you the truth about his body, even if you don't like him. I mean, really, you may not like him, but he's just out there in front of the media, just firing like (laughs) ideas upon ideas upon ideas. The Democrats are just lying to you. They're totally full of it. So let's start with, uh, the Democrats just, <laughs> I, I mean, talk about gaslighting, fudging the numbers. Here's a quick video of Elizabeth Warren this weekend saying one of the dumbest things I've ever heard about her $52 trillion proposed government hijacking of the healthcare system that's going to cancel your private insurance plan. This is so dumb, it's hard to believe anybody's taking this. If you, I, I tweeted out this weekend, if you believe this, I'm sorry, you're a moron. I don't have any other way to gloss over that. Here's Elizabeth Warren lying about her government takeover. Senator, when you say you won't raise mill bus taxes, what is the income bracket that you use to define Uh Here it's 100%. It doesn't raise taxes on anybody but billionaires. And you know what? The billionaires can afford it, and I don't call them middle class. So, so billionaire, want- that's where it worked. Anyone under a billion dollars, that worked. That's right. It's not paying a penny more. That's exactly right. Uh, oh, the boy. Let me just do this. Okay. Uh, let's walk through this, folks. So she's proposing a fifty-two <laughs> trillion, not billion. This isn't an Austin Powers million dollars <laughs> trillion with a T dollar healthcare plan, and she's suggesting on a video I just played. We did not edit it. The audio is a little. Joe kind of worked with it a little bit. It was a little lower, <laughs> but low. Joe made it happen for us. She's proposing a fifty-two trillion dollar plan, and she's suggesting that nobody is going to pay for this. But the billionaires, like Bernie said, the billionaires. Nobody's <laughs> going to pay for it, but the, you are not going to pay a dime for this. Um, okay, so we did a little math. Matt Palumbo has a terrific piece up at our website, Bongino.com, and debunk this. It's up in the show notes, too. It's worth your time. Warren's healthcare plan is a $52 trillion disaster by Matt Palumbo, where he goes through some numbers. I'll just kind of dig into some of them for you. <laughs> so folks, there are 607 billionaires in the United billionaires in the United States yeah. that have a collective amount of uh, wealth valued at $8 trillion. So let's just dig into this a little bit, make it real, because there's a thousand different numbers I could go to. This is the simplest one for you to understand for your ridiculous 
math-compromised, intellectually <laughs> challenged liberal friends who cannot seem to add, if the 607 billionaires, if all of their wealth was confiscated, $8 trillion, yeah. assuming they allow it to happen, meaning they don't move, they don't leave. If Elizabeth, remember, this has to be enacted. And you can't retroactively go back. Once they leave, they're gone. If you think the 607 billionaires currently filing taxes in the United States are going to stay here while Elizabeth Warren confiscates their wealth? Are, are you an idiot? I'm sorry. I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, but are you are you stupid? Nah. Are you having a tough time? Uh. I mean, it's like a Mongo moment. <laughs> was it? Was that? Wasn't Mongo from Blazing Saddles? Uh. Was that the guy who punches the horse? <laughs> Mongo. I, I mean, seriously, did you watch Blaze Joe? Have you seen Blazing Saddles? Oh, yeah, but it was a while back. Yeah, I can't remember what that guy Yeah, yeah, name. I think it's Mongo. <laughs> but this is like a Mongo moment. Like, you have to be an idiot. You think billionaires <laughs> are going to let you do that? Assuming, let's say, you even get 75%. You're not. You're going to get none of it. They're going to leave immediately. Say you get 75% of it. 60%. You get between, I don't know, five and a half, six million, six, $6 trillion. I did have an Austin Powers number. Six and a half trillion dollars. Nah. Folks, you're still over $40 trillion short. Gosh, is this hard? To, I mean, really, is this hard to understand? Again, do what you, I, I, I can't convince. I'm not here to dictate to you in a free country who you should vote for. All I'm doing is giving you information, hopingly it edifies you before you cast a ballot. I'm just telling you, Elizabeth Warren is BSing you. If this plan goes through, your taxes are going to go up dramatically. They're going to double. If it, That's the only way. And if it doesn't go through, it won't go through because she's lying to you. It won't go through because once the real numbers come out, there is not going to be a Democrat in a swing state that would ever vote for this. Now, that wasn't the only bit of stupidity this weekend. Oh, no. No, no, there's more. Yeah, I'm not done, Joe. There's more. This, I mean, the Democrat side is just erupting in a volcano of liberal stupidity that it's getting hard to escape the lava flow from. So Pete Buttigieg, current outsider candidate, who's really one of the biggest insiders I've ever seen, Pete Buttigieg has a plan, too. Here's a piece to watch the Examiner by Naomi Lin. Uh, Lim, excuse me. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> The U.S. owes separated migrant families compensation. <laughs> so let me get this straight. This is how bad the Democrat field is right now, by the way. I made the case on, on a Hannity show last week. That the Democrat field is collapsing. <laughs> you have the establishment pick Biden who can't, doesn't even know what state he's in. Can't Literally, can't get out of his own. He thought he was in Iowa, uh, in Ohio. He was in Iowa. You have the liberal pick and Elizabeth Warren who just lies endlessly about her pie-in-the-sky dreams to destroy your family finances and up your tax bill. And then you have, because these are the three lanes, establishment, left-leaning, and the outsider. Those are always the three mm -hmm. lanes in pretty much any mm -hmm. national election. Mm -hmm. The outsider lane right now is occupied by Buttigieg, who is turning into the liberal and is not an outsider at all. He's a failed insider mayor from a town he decimated. He is not... An outsider. Buttigieg's plan now, let me get this straight. You enter the country illegally by breaking our laws due to a liberal court ruling in Flores. We let you go with your kids. We shouldn't. You broke the law. And now Buttigieg wants you, the taxpayers, to go pay the families that broke the law compensation? 
That's Folks, this is real. I'm not making this up. <laughs> That's nuts. I would have played the audio, but I want to get through this quick because I've got other stuff. Right. I would have played the audio of Buttigieg. But I, this is so dumb. I, I, I bring it up to show you how the three lanes are occupied by horrible, hypocritical, broken, lying candidates, and they're all running towards the mid, uh, towards the uh, the left now. You want to pay compensation to people who enter the country illegally? It seems weird a little bit. <laughs> I've been waiting for that forever, by the way. Okay. We've had a few listeners. We're a little upset, Joe. You didn't drop that last week. <laughs> I know when. They thought it was I a perfect one. <laughs> yeah, did you get the emails? Yeah, and I heard, oh, wait, and as, a, as a matter of fact, I, I, I heard you... But you were saying it, so I didn't want to overdo Hinting. it, you know? That's why I didn't do All right. it. No, 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 no. I don't, don't let me get in your head with the no. You do you. I always explain I'm just I read audience yeah. feedback. Yeah, there you yeah, go. I, you do, Joe. And sometimes, you know, we have to say, I don't like wearing out the drops either. No, exactly. Some, you know, it's good. Yeah. Nice and tight. Yeah. But it is weird. <laughs> weird a little bit. We're supposed to pay our tax dollars now to every like Joe. That won't create any kind of incentive, by the way, for everybody around the world. Hey guys, get a load of this. Not only do you not have to obey U.S. immigration law, when you come in with a kid, they're going to pay you too. Well, yeah, it won't. Isn't this great? Isn't that yeah. special? Oh man, it's like they're running in Venezuela right, or something, I, man. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh! I know. You think they probably wouldn't even win there? The Venezuelans are smart enough to not vote these people in. All right, folks. Uh, Paul, I'm going to skip. I'm going to get to Stelter. Uh, can we go to Stelter? Is that okay? Oh, All dude. Right. I want to play this one too. Yeah, <laughs> I know because Joe. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know with Stelter. It's just like it's so easy, and you know, Costanza. Yes, I'm just uh, the George Costanza media. Paula hates these segments about Stelter, but you know, Brian Stelter, of course, who hysterically hosts a show called Reliable Sources on CNN. Um, This is one of the primary antagonists of liberty and freedom of our cause and really a a bad influence on the media. I'm being kind because Paula doesn't like when I shred Stelter too much. Uh, But I, I really dislike this guy who goes after people personally. Here is a video clip here, video audio of Brian Stelter on CNN, again, supposedly a reliable source, Joe, desperate to salvage the narrative that Baghdadi, the world's number one terrorist rapist murderer, who's now mm-hmm. thankfully dead, thanks to our brave soldiers and their, uh, their, their dog companions, our special forces that hunted this, this uh, cockroach down and killed him. The left does not want the story out there, folks, that Baghdadi, when he died, was whimpering and crying like President Trump said. They can't have that. Operation Joe, initiate narrative now. Save the reputation of Baghdadi has begun. Here's Brian Stelter, hysterically titled, uh, titled show, Reliable Sources, trying to desperately save the reputation of Baghdadi. Check this out. So he seems to have made it up. This is par for the course from the president, but we shouldn't get used to this. You know, we teach our children to tell the truth and we teach our children that the president is supposed to tell the truth. So even when the United States is celebrating a major military victory, uh, I think we should still hold the bar as high as possible for the president of the United States. Uh, you know, Stephanie Grisham, the White House press secretary, took issue with the New York Times reporting and said here, is it not possible just to celebrate that a terrorist murderer and rapist has been killed? Yes, of course. I think yeah. it's been very clear for a week there's been a celebration uh, yeah. that al-Baghdadi is dead. But it is also possible to expect the president to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. And for now, it seems the Republican Party is okay 
with him spinning up these stories, even about U.S. military action. Oh, my gosh. It didn't listen now, to his parents. A, a couple of things here. <laughs> because in listening to it, this guy's, I mean, this yeah. guy really is incredible. Every time you think we've hit the Brian, wow. Brian Stelter stupid floor, he blasts through it and we get into the Brian Stelter stupid basement. We're into like the mantle and the core of Brian Stelter stupid now. One, takeaway number one. Brian Stelter, last time I checked, Joe Costanza, was not in on the raid, right? I'm, yeah. I'm, he, he's not a special force guy. Just, Joe, as the audience on Buzzman, are you reasonably confident that's true? I'm real Just confident. Just putting that out there. Yeah, real confident. Uh, yeah, me too. Brian Stelter, who could not fight his way out of a soaking wet paper bag, I assure you, was not the lead point man carrying the breaching shotgun on the special forces raid. Stelter. This guy would... Brian Stelter would not make it past minute one of boot camp for like the Boy Scouts. Right. Forget about special for he was not there. Brian Stelter has no idea if Baghdadi was whimpering or crying. None. None. He's not the president. He's not on the Intel committee. He hasn't been briefed about any of this. He is not in, even an influential guy in D.C. circles. He's laughed at for being a collusion hoaxer. He has no idea. You think President Trump may have some inside insight as to what happened in the last moments based on maybe some video or things like that? You think that yeah. may be possible? Yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but let me, let me even give Costanza the benefit of the doubt no. here which he will never do to anyone else because he's a clown. Yeah. Let's just say, Joe, that, you know, maybe he wasn't whimpering and crying and right. Trump is saying that, but he's saying it for a reason. Mm -hmm. Maybe as a journalist, given that you don't know otherwise, you might want to let that go. Why? Oh, Dan, you're suggesting you give Trump a pass. No, that's not what I'm suggesting. I'm suggesting something a little more nuanced and layered. That Costanza, who couldn't graduate, you know, a, a boot camp to, 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 to sell Girl Scout cookies. That Baghdadi and his rapist terrorist thugs recruit based on an air of faux fake bravado yeah. they put out there using social media and YouTube propaganda that sadly, folks, and I mean it tragically, weak minds fall prey to. Look at us. You know, they show the guy in the ninja yeah. suit going through Tough the tires, guy. shooting a gun. Yeah. Uh, look at me. I'm so brave. Meanwhile, the guy's like 120 pounds soaking wet. Guy's sitting there watching like, uh, the, you know, porn all day in the Internet. He's eating marshmallows. And all of a sudden he's an ISIS killer because he's following what he thinks is a brave guy in Baghdad. He's not brave. He's a chump. Baghdad, he's a fat slob. He was a pig rapist who probably stunk a B.O. He was a degenerate loser. And any media person who can't factually prove Trump was wrong should probably give him a pass based on the sheer United States, uh, our own efforts to destroy their propaganda, showing and exposing what cowards they are. You think ISIS, their propaganda people are in any effort to defend the integrity of our soldiers? Oh, you know, they're really great, even though they just whacked our guys. No. 
Do you have Brian Stelter jumping to defend the integrity of al-Baghdadi, knowing Baghdadi and his people make up these fake, look how brave we are narratives? And you got uh, Stelter defending it? Well, we shouldn't say he was whimpering and crying. We don't really know. You don't know either. Costanza, you weren't even there, Mr. Potato Head. You don't know. Goofball. He wasn't whimpering and crying. The president should tell the truth. You don't know what the truth is. Yeah. Yeah. I like the name. Baby guys dumpling. put their butts on the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'll buy. Baby dumpling. <laughs> I'll, remember RoboCop? I'll buy that for a dollar. Dude. I mean, you got our guys. Oh, these dude. patriot, hero, special forces guys. You know, with their we have dogs braver than their people running down tunnels to catch these thugs. Yeah, and we have is. our own media. Oh, well, we don't know he was whimpering and crying. Pathetic. Pathetic. Costanza, go back to Seinfeld. You were better there. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're almost at our goal. 300,000 subscribers. And we'll set a new goal after that. Almost there. YouTube.com slash Bongino. Is it Bongino or Dan Bongino? Bongino. YouTube.com slash Bongino. Please check it out. Subscribe. It's free. Also, subscribe to our audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's those subscriptions, even though they're free. That's how they gauge uh, how you move up the charts. When they say, ooh, and popular, that's how we do it through subscriptions. So we really appreciate it. We don't have a huge marketing budget here. So thanks for making us the second most listened to conservative podcast in the country. It's those subscriptions that matter. We really appreciate it. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.